0: Hey guys, bringing to you episode number 43 of Just a Nobody podcast. I'll be on the other side of the song. Stay tuned. what you're yelling for lay back, it's all been done before, and if you could only let it be, you would I like you the way you are When we are driving in your car And you're talking to me one on one But you become somebody else Around everyone else You're watching your back Like you can't relax You're trying to be cool You look like a fool to me Tell me Why do you have to go and make things so complicated? You're acting like you somebody else Gets me frustrated Lives like this You fall and you crawl and you break Can you take what you get And you turn it into Honestly, you promise me I'm Never gonna find you fake it No, 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 no hey guys what's up this is mo classo bringing my episode number 43 of just, the just nobody podcast to you and it's exactly six thirty p.m this monday evening why am i doing it on monday because it's a holiday man Come on, you know. Um, I just thought of doing it on a Monday because I said, yes, it's a, it's a stretched weekend. So whether it's a Monday or whether it's a Sunday, I'm just keeping up with my time. So how are you guys doing? Hope you're all doing well. And you can, of course, you know, write to me uh, by emailing me at, at uh, justanobodypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also DM me uh, on my Twitter account at M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A-C-O. That's my first name and my last name. That's my handle. So um, I'm excited. I mean, it's been, it's been a nice long weekend. And uh, everybody loves, you know, something that is extended. Only thing you can't do much, you know you just can't do much uh, you can't nothing's open where you can go you know this is uh, this is the day when you know there's uh there's so, there's so much of like there's there's sale everywhere you know you get things like 50% discount 75% discount etc that's something that I actually miss uh, for today and just before recording this show before I got on um and uh I was actually shoving in uh, potato chips inside my mouth like literally five to six chips at, at a time because I was running out of time. I wanted to record this, but then I didn't I also wanted to eat something. You know, I wanted to eat something so badly that I was literally shoving in potato chips in my mouth and it feels good now man. It really feels good. And talking about uh talking about um, food you know there's there's this one is two thousand the probability of getting uh, getting a two-yoked, a double-yoked egg in one egg. I mean, double-yoked egg uh, is uh, the probab- prob- probability is one is two thousand. You know, and uh, it was actually yesterday when I got this double egg yolk, and I was so delighted. I said, "I wish life was actually like this." You know, full, full of full of good surprises, full of good surprises. Where I love the yolk of an of eggs like that's the best part and when I saw that when I saw two yolks I said wow man I wish life was like this you know filled with surprises like it would be the best uh it would be the best surprise ever like that's something that I would like man that's the best thing I don't know about you I mean uh, uh, which is never the case with me you know I literally have to like, uh, I've literally slogged out to get anything that I want. Nothing's really easy. Nothing has really come to me like, you know, hey, here it is. It's a surprise. It's a lucky. You are lucky. This is a surprise. This is because you know someone. Or uh, This is never happened to me. Never. I, I literally have to slog it out for anything that I ever got and uh for things i want and i really you know uh, want i know that it's not gonna come to me you know i gotta literally slog it out life's not easy man but some people are lucky and uh, i really envy those folks man i really envy folks who just get things like you know uh, without uh uh without putting in as much as you know uh uh the, the rest of most of the people they're just simply plain and plain and simple they're pretty lucky you know that's what I think it is uh so how's this quarantine going? What if I said quarantine it it means the same thing you know uh, uh I mean um it's just I just pronounce it differently but it's the same thing the T I I T I N E can be said as teen or it can be said as tyne and i mean the same thing you know what if i said quarantine would you would, <laughs> would would someone respond to it the same way you know that's what i'm trying to say i just hit the play button by mistake and you know the song uh, intro song started playing on uh, so I hope your quarantine is going well. Or the quarantine is going well, and uh, I, I, you know, it's good if it really becomes a little bit of a habit, so that you're not complaining because folks are, uh, folks are going out of their mind, and uh, it's not really, it's not going to help, you know, no matter what. If we, if it's uh, if we keep complaining about anything, whether it's a quarantine. Or anything in life we keep complaining I mean it's not it's it's just gonna uh, harm us mentally and physically you know so it's better not to complain that's what I've learned uh, over a period of time uh, and uh, that's what I'm doing but one thing I realized about myself I always loved the smell of gas gasoline like I can I can, sp- I can spend hours I can spend hours at a gas station without complaining just smelling gas you know i don't know whether uh, it's uh, some kind of deficiency that i really have i have no idea or whether i'm gonna die very soon because i love the smell of gas like i literally love the smell of gas i can spend hours at a gas station you know just smelling gas i always knew that i love that but recently like I, i like recently i just i just came to know that um that uh I also l- love love the smell of disinfectants I love the smell of detergents I love the smell of Bengay you know uh, this uh, these menthol creams or these ointments which are good for for you know any kind like I, the other day I was like you know I got this bad uh, neck pain you know like a two days back it really was paining me so bad and I don't want to take any kind of medications I hate taking medications you know so I try to you know use home remedies or you know my grandmom's uh, recipes and whatever if I suffer suffering from something you know like even if it's cold I'll I'll have turmeric milk Um, if it's uh, if it's some kind of pain here and there I'll try to do some yoga you know I I try to resist having medicines because I really don't like it uh, so the same thing, you know, I was suffering with this bad neck pain and no matter what, like I did all those yoga stunts and everything was not getting all right. So I use, ben- uh, I use this Bengay, if I've said it correctly, pronounced it correctly. It's, an, it's a cream, uh, it has a lot of menthol and I kind of applied it in my neck. I'm like, wow, man, I love the smell, like literally love the smell. And now I'm so addicted to it that I'm actually kind of smelling it through the tube, you know, like, what the fuck am I doing, you know? So, like, recently, I always knew I loved the smell of gas, but now I love the smell of disinfectants because disinfectants, uh, people are overusing it and I'm you, oh, we, you I'm using it. You know, kind of like that smell, I like detergents, I love the smell of menthol, which is found in many of these um, creams. Uh, like, I've heard of cigarette addictions and I've heard of... Uh, alcohol addictions or drugs or whatever but imagine getting addicted to something like gas and detergents and disinfectants and Bengay and menthol creams and am I gonna die or do I have some definitions do I need to test myself like I wonder what's happening really I just wonder what's happening hey man am I gonna die yeah we're all gonna die I know we're all gonna die but Is this like an immediate death, you know? That's all that I'm asking. Crazy, man. You know, you just come to know a few things uh, during these quarantine times. Uh, And um, so I was like, uh, you know, uh, uh, now uh, every... I think the, the most prominent things that trends and we need to get out of it is we need to have a vaccine and let's talk talking about it until then we're just kind of doing all the other taking all the other precautions like and kind of um, looking at what South Korea did I think the whole world is looking at how South Korea so successfully man these guys man I adore them you know I really kind of admire those folks, you know, and they did it so slowly without being bombastic about it, without making a noise about it. Like, you know, these guys slowly and steadily just going and doing their stuff you know, without uh, showing off about how quickly they got ventilators, how quickly they got PPEs, how quickly they did those testings, you know, uh, how quickly they got on the streets, you know, uh, how quickly they got over the first wave of infections. They never made noise about it, but they're so successful, man. And that's what I think Asians are all about, you know, they don't make a noise about, uh, uh, they don't make a noise about it. But They know what they're doing you know they're silent kind of uh people work work, the hard workers you know that's what i admire about south korea you know i love the way how they've uh you know their first case was kind of detected on january 20th i believe that's when they detected their first case they're out of their first wave i believe they're getting the second wave but it's slow and steady but the good part is they're out on the streets wearing masks. No one is making any fuss about wearing a mask. Like it's not political at all there. You know, everybody is like independently wearing that mask. Like in some countries, you know, uh, wearing a mask has become so political that you just people tend to if you're wearing a mask, you know, you belong to one party. If you're not wearing it, you belong to the other party. It's so crazy. So guys in South South Korea, they're wearing their mask. They're out on the streets. They've already gone to work. Uh, they get uh, they get free testing. No one is paying for any testing, and if they're paying, it's a minimum of twenty dollars. That's all that they're paying. Uh, they're getting admitted free of charge. If uh, if they're infected, they get hospitalization free of charge. So there's there's no kind of worry. There's no kind of tension. You know, people they'll do whatever they have to do. You know. Um, If they're asymptomatic and people, you know, they're afraid of going home because they're kind of, you know, afraid of giving it to their family or kids or whatever. These asymptomatic people are kept in in quarantine uh, facilities for about two weeks free of cost. All of the government's expenses, you know, government pays their salary while they are in isolation or while they cannot, you know, uh, take up a job or whatever, which is brilliant, you know like what the fuck like how how does South Korea how is South Korea be uh, able to do all this you know without the fusses that's you know if you tell me that you're going to do my testing free of cost if I get infected you'll pay me my salary you'll also take care of my quarantine uh, location you know you'll keep me housed in a very safe location you'll take care of my testing if you say all that I'm ready to do whatever you'd ask me to do. Wear a mask. Go. Uh, follow the social distancing uh, guidelines. You know, I would, I would do it like point to point without making any fusses. But that's what South Korea. Why South Korea is successful? You know, and it's being able to do whatever, uh, whatever the, the government plans to do it because they're making it very easy for people and so people don't really mind uh, you know kind of um, following these guidelines and that's what I think the rest of the world really needs to do now everyone's saying oh South Korea is a very small country they have a, f- a very few population hey man but you can always do the same thing for no matter how it's just it's just a model that we need to follow you know of South Korea no matter what the population it's the same model that you need to just kind of Uh, uh, use the same model and use it for your particular country no matter what the population size is or how big the country is in terms of uh, landscape etc so i cannot understand how wearing a mask can be so political you know it's become a politics basically it's like if you wear a mask you belong to a particular party you know you're kind of uh, uh you're against this one and you're supporting this one hey man you know what a mask does, a mask, what it does, it prevents your chances of getting infected by about 75%. Straight up, 75%. What, what more, how, how has politics really got into this frame, you know? Hey man, I understand it's uncomfortable, Absolutely. Like literally, I feel a mask is like a thong which kind of presses against my nose. But hey, man, I can breathe. Okay, I can breathe. It's uncomfortable, but I can breathe. It's uncomfortable because I'm not used to wearing a mask or covering my face. That's the only reason that it's uncomfortable. It's just time that will make us okay with it. But how did it become political, you know? Why are we making this uh, uh, a mask a political uh a uh, kind of protest why we're we protesting against it i just don't understand if you can wear you know if we wear snow boots if we wear uh, carry an umbrella when it rains if it's winter and we have to wear a coat we'll wear it why not a mask it's doing the same thing you know i hate wearing boots because they're uncomfortable same like the mask but i wear it because it keeps me warm the same thing We're just making a you and cry over every fucking thing, man. And that's the problem, you know. Like I just saw a picture of someone protesting against a mask. Now, uh, this human being doesn't wear a mask on her, on the face. But she's worn it, um, she's worn it as a bra piece. The mask as a bra piece, as a panty, as some anklets, as some bangles or whatever. But she's not she's like, you know, she's protesting that I won't wear it where it's supposed to be worn. It has a hat, etc. Mind blowing. I mean, it's just uh, it just I just can't understand, you know, how this is done. And then talking about South Korea, uh, I, I don't know why South Korea had to really apologize. Now, the South Korean uh, soccer club, you know, they started uh, they started having their soccer matches, I believe. And uh, Uh, But only thing, of course, there's no audiences. So uh, now to in order to in order to give players the the effect, you know, that there are spectators watching it, they brought in some dolls. And then uh, there was some kind of uh, uh, people who watched it on Twitter and they came out saying that, hey, those those are not normal dogs, dolls. They're sex dolls. You know, they're made or manufactured or made by an organization that makes sex dolls. So to which uh, the South Korean soccer club apologized, saying that we really did not know that these were sex dolls. You know, we just thought they were normal dogs, and we really apologized, and they replaced it. My question is, you know, how did how did this word "sex" or having sex dolls? I don't know why South Korea apologized. First and foremost, you didn't have to do it at all. And since when did sex become taboo? Sex is so easily available. You know. You just go out there, you'll get it from anybody, you know. It's so fucking easily available. It's just that you use your mind, you know, what do you want? you want? You want sex, you want true love or whatever it is, you know, whatever that concept is. Sex is easily available. It's not taboo, you know. So I really wonder why South Korean soccer club really apologized for having sex dolls up there. They were all having clothes on, you know, and sex is not taboo. Something is taboo when you when it is uh, something that doesn't really happen. You know, it's something that uh, it's not easily available. And sex is easily available. You know, so I would say that uh, if I was uh, I was a part of the so- South Korean soccer club, I would basically add on to it by having male sex models. You know, making that company also manufacture some male sex dolls and kind of you know uh, populate. Uh, make them spectators of that soccer match. I would do that, definitely. I was only upset as why did they have only female uh, sex dolls. They need to have male sex dolls. And I would really love to sit with one of them, you know, as a spectator. You know, we, we all walk around wearing a halo, Like, you know, everything is so, we are so pure. We kind of, hey man, you know, sex is taboo. Sex is not taboo. It's something so easily available. You'll just get it ask for it and you get it what's taboo is when uh, a person of color is just jogging and he gets shot and killed a young man of 25 years old that's taboo you know what's taboo is when um uh when you uh kind of uh, just uh, you know you are uh, a man like that when when, pers- when a person doesn't get food to eat Two meals per day. Doesn't have a roof over their head. They have to to live on the streets. That's taboo. Poverty is taboo. That should not be happening. That should shock us. You know, you know what's taboo? Inequality. Where the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, and the middle class is still living paycheck to paycheck. That's taboo. That should shock us. That's what I'm talking about. But no, we go behind sex. Sex Sex is not taboo. You know, it's not. Just, you just ask for it and you'll just get it you know so uh our priorities are actually you know uh, the way we think and the way we uh uh the way we react to something that is so easily available you know and we act like oh my god what's happening i think uh that's where the problem lies you know uh anyway that's crazy Oh oh, 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 oh oh Ow wow wow wow! Can't touch this. Can you know you can't touch this? Should be actually it's MC Hammer's uh, song. I don't know how many years back, decades back. And that should be uh, the quarantine or the social distancing of the pandemic song. You know, of course, he sang it a long time back when there was nothing of these sorts existing. But I have always been a can't touch this kind of person. You know, I'm, I'm not a hugger. I don't go around touching people. You know, I'm not that kind of person. And this was always my theme song. You can't touch this, you know. And now it's just become more legal, you know, I can say it without uh, without having to worry of what people will, you know, kind of how people will react when I say, hey, man, I'm not a hugger, you know, hey, man, just, you know, kind of can't touch it, stay away from me, you know, kind of thing. Now it's more easy, you know, it's more acceptable. Uh, like I don't have to, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not fussy when I say that, you know, which I used to be before. The social pandemic thing so that's that that song reminds me of mc Ham, uh, mc hammer's song you can't touch this should literally be the theme song of the pandemic social distancing and quarantine basically you know i just love that song uh can't touch this you want to listen to that let me just play something about it yeah let's play the song hope i don't get screwed for playing a song that I have no permission to play But whatever Yeah, let's listen to a part of this Yeah, MC Hammer You can't, you, you can't touch this mm. A rhythm making them sweat That's what I'm giving them now They know They talk about the hair work They talking about a show that's hot And tight Singles are sweaters up Pass them a white bar tape To learn What gonna go In the 90s to burn the charts Blood chip the work hard Or you might as well quit That's word Because you know Touch this. You can't touch this. Bring it down. Stop. Oh, 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 stop. You can't touch this. I love those harem pants, and I think he brought in the style of those harem pants, uh, which became like, I think it was a big hit at that time. But I love this MC and I love all MCs. You know, I'm an MC. I'm a Merle classo. I love all MCs and uh, whatever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Anyways, I just, uh, 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 I just heard about, uh, you know, this whole thing about making a, uh, uh, places of worship uh, essential, so it's like uh, churches and mosques and temples and any places of worship, the fire temple or whatever. They're all going to be essential, and they're going to be open. I believe I don't know whether the uh, whether each country is to decide or each state has to decide or how it's going to be functioning, but that's what I heard about. Now, what I think is, you know, when it comes to church, like there are three things. Uh, that have to be improvised if you want a church to open. One is uh, the peace be with you, you know, when you kind of, you know, I rem- I remember, you know, I actually dated a guy uh, who I met while uh, doing the peace be with you sign, actually, literally. <laughs> that really happened, okay? Uh, we kind of... Uh, we kind of dated after saying peace be with you to each other for a short while. It didn't last though. <laughs> it was a short term kind of fling. Long time back. Long, long time back. But that was fun, man. That was really fun. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is peace be with you. You are to find a new way to do that in church. Second is baptism. I believe they you're already using guns now. <laughs> I don't know whether that's a joke but they can always use guns to kind of uh uh, uh you know put holy water on uh, kind of uh, bless the baby with holy water that's something that you could do rather than you know dipping the baby in um, uh, dipping the baby in holy water and then the third very important thing what I what I'm trying to understand is see if you're going to church every sunday the the main reason uh for going to church you you can listen to an entire sermon you can listen to an entire uh sunday mass or whatever the mass is you know by uh going online and uh, there are so many masses that happen online you can get it online now the only reason you know for a person who's a catholic to really go to a church and listen to mass is basically uh the only reason is to receive communion or to receive the eucharist you know and now if that's only not possible you can't you can't you can't take first it started with taking on your tongue which you can't do it now with social distancing quarantine or whatever this is you know it's very dangerous you know to take it in your mouth it's very dangerous to even take it in your hand because you know we are not planning to touch anyone social distancing rules don't allow it so how are you gonna you know uh, take your communion because that's the only reason you've gone to church you've gone to a physical church or you could always listen to you can pray from your uh, the comfort of your home. You could watch it on TV. You know, you could listen to the sermon, the readings, etc., uh, on your computer. So you're basically going to receive Holy Communion. So the maybe an alternative to that, what I was thinking is a takeout communion. You know, so after after you uh, after the after, after the um, you know the offertory song is uh, sung, like. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation. Thanks to your goodness, this bread. Of fruit of the earth, work of our hands, it will become the bread of life. Blessed Blessed be God. 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 Forever, Amen. Blessed be God. blessed be god blessed be god blessed be god blessed be god forever amen so after the song is sung you know it's the offertory. it's a time of offertory. you sing the song you put your money in those uh in in those boxes i think that also would have to be you know uh you either you either put a check or maybe you go personally and just put it in your, in the box or whatever that has to also change the way you present money or your offering you know but the main thing is communion if you're going to church the the main purpose of going to church is to receive the eucharist because you could do everything else there so after the song is sung i believe it's just that you uh take the communion which is given as a take and then you go out you know and with full respect i'm not saying everything is the same it's just that to prevent it from anyone touching your hand or giving it in your hand or giving it in your tongue you take it in your mouth you take it and then mass is over you know it's like uh uh like uh peace be with you uh go home and whatever and it's done you know so baptism you could always use a gun a water gun uh and water gun to spray holy water peace be with you needs to be changed maybe you stop it completely or find a new way or maybe just do a namaste as peace be with you to each other rather than shaking hands that could be done and then giving out communion maybe as a take out or maybe find a new method you know because uh Houses of worship, uh, you know, in the temple, they're always kind of, in the Hindu temple, they're always doing the, uh, it's mostly the namaste, you're just touching yourself, you know, you're just kind of, uh, the namaste is where you're touch you're joining your own hands, you know, against each other. So that's not, not a problem. It's it's the Catholic church, which has a lot of, uh, lot of things, you know, that need to be done. So maybe uh, that's what I would say, that uh, you need an alternative of how that can be done. But but whatever can't touch this ah, can't touch this i love these you know now I, I was talking about this song like um mc hammer ah, ah, ah. that day i was actually i just happened to tell someone uh, can't touch this you know and then that reminded me of mc hammer's song you know and then that's how i connected and it's so beautiful how you know uh, now, growing, you know, growing up watching music and listening to music and watching it at the same time, you know, it's very different from just kind of listening to music. Now we stream music. Even I do it. Nothing has changed. You know, I still stream my music. I get it on YouTube. I get it on social or whatever. You know, I've gone with the, uh, the new trends. But, but growing up, you know, whatever, I always say this, you know, whatever you do growing up, oh, my God, you'll cherish it for life. And I really cherished watching a lot of, uh, you know, watching a lot of music. Uh, Like any of these songs, you know, I kind of can relate to every song uh, with the way uh, the video looked, you know, because that's, that's how I really kind of... And it was MTV, 24 by 7, nonstop, we watched that only, you know... Uh, and then based on what we watch, we went out and, you know, kind of uh, ask our friends, do you have this music, that music? We kind of collated it and, you know, got those CDs, etc. Fun, man, fun times, you know. And the best part about it is, you know, when you're growing up watching a lot of music and you're watching it on MTV, MTV played all kinds of music, rock, hip hop, pop, heavy metal, disco, rapping, etc, everything. So, uh, you know, I think people who grew up watching MTV or that kind of music have an idea about all kinds of music you know they're not they're not only stuck with uh, one genre of music and that's the best part like me I can enjoy all kinds of music you know pop rock um, heavy metal disco and rapping and pop everything like under the sun except for country music because I don't know why MTV. Blame MTV for that. They never played country music. So I never really connected or related with it. You know, I just find it very odd when I listen to country music. I don't know why. So blame MTV. Not my fault. They didn't play it. So I didn't listen to it. You know, it's not my fault. But you know, what I'm trying to get to is like, these days, everything is streamed. I also get my other music via YouTube, etc. So MTV is not, uh, is not a place where... Anybody gets to listen to the music for the first time, ever. It's not, it's not like that, you know. It's over social media, YouTube. And that's what I, I get my music, the latest music that I get to listen on those platforms. So MTV is like actually, I think making losses. All they're doing is, you know, uh, they have some programs now. MTV like Fear Factor and Team Teen Mom and My Super Sweet Sixteen and programs like this, you know, which never happened. Like MTV having some series or some programs, never the case. Which is which is very uh, which is very uh, striking. So MTV is never really going to get to that mark because of the internet it has kind of taken away its base uh for sure but at the same time you know whoever is not who is whoever has never had that time with MTV will never really be able to enjoy all kinds of uh, genres of music you know they just stuck with hey i enjoy only rap or i enjoy only hip hop i don't listen to pop rock you know they just stick with one music and that's it then they stream whatever they want they look at whatever they want etc but MTV played everything so when you're watching it, you got to listen to all kinds of music. You know, you don't have an option to kind of uh, fast forward anything or whatever. So that gave, you know, that gave me an idea of all kinds of all genres of music. I enjoy all of them today, except for country music, because never, MTV never played it, you know. So that's the difference about people who grew up listening, watching and listening to music. And people who now just stream and just selectively choose whatever they like, you know, the exposure is very less. And that's what I really enjoy. And if, even today, like I do a lot of YouTubing, I love, do a lot of social media. But uh, I like that, uh, you know, the way I grew up. I mean, listening to MTV just kind of, you know, it expanded my understanding of music much more as compared to people who really just stick to one genre and that's it. They don't understand anything else, you know. That's that's the best part about uh, uh, this, uh, uh, about music, you know, in general. So I'm really fortunate to be able to get that exposure on MTV. Uh, it's like I, I, I don't have any kind of favorites. It's like everything. Like if there's a good song in a pop, rock band, uh, hip-hop, rap, whatever, you know, pop, I'll enjoy it. That's the best part about it. Uh, so uh, that's the sad part about, you know, uh, people who only uh, stream music. I stream it today, but I stream all kinds of music because uh, and. Uh, but that's not that's not the way I learned about music. That's not the that's not the way I understood music. My foundation is very strong. It's across different genres. And I think everyone who grew up there during that time, you know, are really fortunate to be able to understand music much more. And people today of today um anyway so i was uh i was uh, actually uh, i said let me just see what's what's uh, kind of um you know trending and what's making news mm-hmm. and it's really upsetting to see you know china like you know we're talking about the pandemic and we're talking about um the quarantine, etc. Fine. Perfect. You know, China is given the benefit of doubt. We cannot blame China for everything because this virus is a very new thing. It's a novel uh, virus. Absolutely new. Need to give China the benefit of the doubt that the wet markets, they have closed now. Okay, fine, which is good. You know, if it if it came from there, uh, they took quick action You know, they prevented the people, more people from dying and they almost, uh, they almost crossed the first wave, which is good. So good for them. Benefit of the doubt, you know, for China, we won't blame China, give them the benefit of the doubt, you know. Okay, fine. They closed the wet market. It's a novel virus. You know, there, no one in the entire world has ever come across it. They kind of suspected the whistleblower doctor, Dr. Lee, because they thought he was just spreading a rumor. Uh, and uh, they didn't really expect it to really have human-to-human transmission. Acceptable, acceptable because it was a novel virus. They must have really thought that he was—he was not a—he was not—he was not telling the truth. It was a rumor again, a benefit of the doubt. But bes- despite all that, you know, uh, all the benefit of the doubt that we have given China, and that it's not created in the lab. Okay, fine, it's not created in the lab. It's just come from some. Uh, some animal to human transmission fine benefit of the doubt give it to china but in spite of all that we all talking about the pandemic we all talking about getting quarantined we all talking about infections we all talking about vaccines social distancing no one's getting out the whole world i'm talking about in the midst of all this the cheek of china to impose a law and to, to interfere with the independence of Hong Kong is what is, is making me shit in my pants. Now, you know, we all are going through such a tragic lifestyle right now. We're all waiting for a vaccine to come out so that we could live, so that life could do as usual. And in the midst of all this, China has the cheek to introduce a national security law in Hong Kong, you know. And it want to it wants to impose it so badly because right now they know that you know like Hong Kongers they came out with the umbrella protests uh, a few months back. Now with social distancing rules in Hong Kong they would not be able to do it. But I think uh, the protesters have already come out. They're challenging, they're challenging China, and I really appreciate. I like what the Hong Kongers are doing, you know, because. In the midst of all this, I just don't understand the cheek of China to introduce a bill, a law, something in law. Now, this national security bill will give uh, now, right now Hong Kong uh, and China are in, um, you know, they have there's a declaration between signed between the countries and the United Kingdom uh, that uh, Hong Kong has an independent legal system. From China, it has independent civil liberties. It has an independent government. It has an independent business structure, independent from China. Although, of course, uh, in 1997, the United Kingdom, uh, the United Kingdom handed over, uh, handed over Hong Kong, China, with with a very important uh, rule of law that uh, it's going to be a one country. Two systems policy that is hong kong would have the autonomy it would be free it would have its own governing structure it would have its own economic structure it would have its own liberties it would have its own legal system independent of china okay this happened in 1997 um now um and in spite of all this in spite of this independence that from 1997 that uh, Hong Kong has been given. China's trying to interfere with it by imposing this national security law, which will which will actually uh, take away China's independence. So if someone wants to, if some Hong Kong uh, would take away Hong Kongers' independence, if a Hong Kong person wants to talk to the media, want to talk to a journalist, they want to have a protest, you know, peaceful protest, like they have the umbrella protest. They want to just come out and peacefully have a protest, which should be Con- which is constitutional in most of the democratic countries. And Hong Kong believes in democracy. They are very pro democracy kind of people. So, activists, human rights activists, journalists, pro democracy people, they would be jailed, literally be jailed by China if this national security law, uh, which China plans to impose on Hong Kong, is ever passed. You know? And I believe it's so important that the world needs to get involved. First and foremost, United Kingdom, because they handed over Hong Kong to China in 1997, with a very important declaration, which was uh, which was between you, the United Kingdom and China. It was an international treaty, which was lodged at the UN. The United Kingdom was in United Nation was involved. You know, uh, so I believe it's not only United Kingdom who has to get uh, who has to get involved with this, but it's also Uh, The entire world and the United Nations, you know, I know the pandemic is happening and our focus is there, but we should not, I mean, the world should not allow a national security law to be imposed in Hong Kong by China because these guys, they will destroy, the the, the law will destroy Hong Kong's independence, the autonomy. And there are 7 million people, Hong Kongers. And along with that, there is an international community there. You know, I remember once upon a time, I I wanted to go go to Hong Kong, you know, and just see how it is. Because it's great. They're doing, they're making money there. The economics is so good, so strong. And it's very freedom. It's pro-democratic, you know. Imagine if China's communist regime had to go, had to be imposed in Hong Kong. I mean, Hong Kong would just be destroyed like that. They'll never have they'll never be able to have peaceful protests, you know, and these umbrella protesters were basically moms and dads, normal people, regular people, peaceful protesters, non-violent, you know. If the national security laws ever impose, they would not be able to speak to journalists. They will have no demonstrators ever, you know, in the government. And that's what we need to stop, really, you know, if that ever happens. Because given, given all the benefits of the doubt, to China, that no, it's not your what The virus was not created in the lab. Uh, It was a novel virus. You didn't know about it. It just happened, came out from, erupted from the wet market. Okay, the world believes you, but how's the world supposed to believe you when in the midst of a pandemic, you introduce a national security law on Hong Kong? Like, Why do you do it in the midst of it? Hey man, what's happening? That's what sucks, you know? That's what really sucks. I don't know, man. I really do not know what's happening. And why is it happening? Like, What's, what's, what's the fucking problem, you know? Why do you want to rule over people? For God's sake. Hey, Amen. Can't touch this. Can't touch Hong Kong. China you can't touch Hong Kong mm-hmm. can't touch this <laughs> hey so what uh I was just watching this uh my loneliness is killing me, and now I must confess, I still believe, still believe. When I'm not with you, i lose my mind. Give me a sign, hit me baby one more time. My loneliness is killing me now. Ah, 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 ah. don't you know i still believe that you will be here and give me a sign hit me baby one more time (sighs) actually that's that's the song that also can't touch this that's one song which should be the theme anthem song for this for this pandemic and even my loneliness you know should be the theme song so I was watching actually in New York somewhere I saw these circles of uh, sunbathing you know people sunbathing in some circles Uh, that's a social distancing norm that was implemented and and took me like you know I kind of uh, see the thing is I'm a person of color I I would never like never really lay somewhere to have to sunbathe or to have uh, because I don't need to get tan first I don't need a tan because I'm already have a tan. But I would never really, you know, just lay down having sun rays, you know, just hit me and penetrate me, you know, for God's sake. I would never do that. I just don't know how people really do that. You know, when I saw that those circles and people sunbathing, and whenever I see people at the beaches, it just kind of me, you know, I don't know, it's, uh, it's only me or whether it's even people, other people of color, like, I just can't imagine laying down there and allowing ultraviolet lights just lying directly under that to sunlight, allowing it to just penetrate me. Like, no way that I'm going to ever do that, you know. I'm never going to allow that. Like, can't touch this, you know, to the, to the UV rays or to the sunlight. And when I see this, you know, it kind of, uh, it kind of, uh, bamboozled me a little bit i'm like what the fuck are they doing like you know and then i was wondering of course you know uh it's because uh, people of color we have we have these cells that produce uh melanin which is uh which helps in protecting you know melanin is, is a pigment that helps in protection against sunburns which is a natural protection and i think people of color are able are able to produce uh are able to are able to produce uh, that naturally which is a which is a given okay Uh, we are able to produce uh, melanin which is which helps in protection of sunburns but I believe uh, now that is a pigment which also gives us the the tan which is natural you know we don't have to lay down in sun but my question is you know Even if you're laying in sun and getting that melanin and you're getting the tan or whatever, it's not going to last forever because, you know, we lose a lot of cells naturally. So after a few weeks or 30 days or whatever, the procedure for losing skin, you're again going to get your come to your normal skin color, you know. So it's not going to be lifetime. So why unnecessarily allow ultraviolet rays really penetrate you, you know? That's my fucking question it's so harsh man even when i'm walking with full-on clothes on and i'm going somewhere i use an umbrella i feel i feel yuck with with the sunlight you know uh, hitting against my body like it it's painful and when i see people just lying down there you know and uh, taking those ultraviolet rays, I'm like, how do you all fucking do it, man? And it's so dangerous. It's ultraviolet ri- light, you know. Ultraviolet light causes sunburn. It causes aging. It causes wrinkles. It causes freckles. It causes cancer, you know. So uh, I just don't. I, I just don't get it. Why people would allow that to happen to their body, you know, for some skin color. Like for, for some melanin, which is going to protect you, of course, which is good. It's good to have melanin production because it protects you from sunburns, etc. But at the cost of what? Allowing UV light, ultraviolet light to penetrate you. Ah, that's a big deal, man. But I'm lucky. You know, it's good to have some tan. It's good to have. And that's why they say black don't crack. Black, brown. People of color don't crack so easily, which is true. Thanks to the melanin that we produce naturally. But even for people who don't produce it, hey man, don't allow ultraviolet light to penetrate you. It's dangerous. It's dangerous, you know. And even if you're doing that, even if you're taking the sun, it's not going to be permanent. The melanin production or the tan is not going to be permanent. It's going to go out as soon as your cells uh, start rejuvenating, you know, with new cells. They fall off and produce new friends. So why do something for just temporary gains? That's what I don't understand, you know, because no matter what, you know, there's nothing called safe tanning. There's nothing called safe tanning because tanning happens only when dangerous UV rays are pierced through the skin. They penetrate through the skin and mess up with the cell, the DNA of the cells. The minute that happens. it affects the DNA immediately because it's so fucking strong, you know? So there's nothing called safe tanning. You're just messing up the DNA of the body, of the cells of your body, you know? Uh, and it's short term, you know, so why, why uh, take those chances? That's, that's all my, that's my question. That's all that I wanted to ask, you know, it's like, it just, it just like blows my mind when I see people just laying down there and taking those ultraviolet lights, which are so fucking powerful, you know, don't do that, man. Don't do it for my sake. Because it really, it really drives me crazy, you know. Hey, man didn't do that hey <laughs> anyways uh that's all that i had for uh that's all that i had for today uh, thank you guys so much for listening and don't forget it can't touch this should be your anthem you know can't touch this should you be an anthem uh at least during this pending it's my anthem for life like i've always been a can't touch this girl always you know uh but now you know i just have an excuse of the social distancing excuse to kind of prove my point you know people used to think i'm weird when i said that can't touch this you know but um hey man you know it just kind of proves my point i have uh, an excuse you know to prove my point that that makes it easy uh anyways thank you so much guys for listening that's all that i have for this week uh don't forget if you want to write to me uh, my email address is radio radio JustinNobodyPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's my email address. I actually was about to give you my radio station. Uh, I'm no longer with a radio station. That, uh, that radio station's email address, which I always do. It's like in the, the tip of my tongue. You know, I keep saying it. And then I realize, hey man, what am I doing? Uh, or you can DM me at uh, M E A R L C O L A C O. That's Merle Colasso. That's my first name and last name and uh uh don't forget to tune in next time whenever i record it i'll always make an announcement after i do it i post it i kind of post it on my social media sites so um and uh you can you can stream my podcast and all of the uh, podcast streaming sites it's on apple itunes it's on spotify it's on um it's on google play you can get an all uh, podcast streaming site so you don't need to really go to podbean which is my hosting uh platform and um that's all that i had for uh, this week let me just leave you with this uh, song and then uh i'll be back on the other side yeah just you know i'm, I'm so i'm kind of so kind of uh love the song can't touch this because it's it's always been my anthem song so i'm just gonna play that hang in there hang in there ah. Break it down can't touch this look at can't touch this you better get a high boy cuz you don't know you can't, you can't touch this ring the bell schools back up oh look can't you touch down. this ow 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 wow 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 oh, that's all that i had for this week thank you so much for listening guys baby bye 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 bye